0: growth mindset number three it is june 14th 2020 and we just finished a crazy and wild week on the stock market so today we are going to discuss the financial markets of the u.s economy i am also going to share my strategy for investing in equities Um, i get a lot of questions about what to invest in so i'll stay tuned and i'll get to my secret sauce i like to call this the passive aggressive strategy And for those that are less familiar with all these technical terms in finance, do not worry. I will make this very simple so you learn something very important about investing your savings now or in the future. Quickly, before we start, um, one of my good friends told me that I sound too serious on my podcast. So today I'll try to smile while I talk to y'all. And also we're talking about money. So that always, always puts a smile on my face. With that, let's get right into it. It is fascinating to see what is happening in the financial markets. I mean, it's like the wild, wild west out there. Some people even compare it to Vegas right now. It's like a casino. I mean, you have a stock market that has recovered most of the losses uh, caused by COVID-19, even though 40 million people are unemployed, right? That is why some people argue that the market is completely disconnected from the real economy. On one hand, 40 million people, that's kind of like Great Depression numbers. And on the flip side, the market has recovered most of the losses uh, before this crazy week that we just ended. But to to, to understand all of this, it is important to, underst- to, to to look at what is happening and why, right? So to help you understand this, I'll break the- break it down in three parts. The first part to understand is that during this economic shutdown and forced confinement, our usage of tech software, tech hardware, and networking equipment has shot up. And that's for us to maintain a certain level of communication and a certain level of productivity during the shutdown. Our internet usage has also gone way up. I know in my house, I had to not only update my modem, and, but also increase my internet speed in order to be more productive, right? So, we we see that this pandemic is benefiting uh, tech companies and, 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 and internet companies. I mean, even our parents had to, and grandparents had to go digital, whether they liked it or not, right? So, we literally had to fast forward two to five years in the adoption curve of technology. So, overall, this is the first part to understand about what is happening in the financial markets. The second part to understand about the current financial markets is that these indexes that we follow, like the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ, to understand the health of the current market, are dominated by tech companies. This is unlike 20 years ago when some of these tech companies didn't even exist, right? So, for example, right? Um, The five largest tech companies today represent almost 20% of the S&P 500. So those are your Facebook, Apple, Google, and Amazon, right? So you, you have to understand this part to get the rest, right? Because as soon as the shutdown happened, investors quickly realized that these companies are going to perform better. So they started pouring money into their stocks. So... With these stocks going up, it is taking the whole market up with them. So this is the the, the second part and most important part to understand about what is happening. The third part you need to understand, which touches the technical details of what I've already explained, is that this is a story of growth stock versus value stock, right? The growth stock, like we said, these are younger companies growing aggressively and usually have a technology or internet component right now the value stock those are older companies that are not growing fast but have predictable cash flows right so these are your ExxonMobil, Boeing, Delta Airlines, um JP Morgan. So you see these are older companies but that have consistent earnings and consistent dividend. Now, these value stocks tend to be more cyclical. And what that means is that when the economy is doing good, they do good. And when the economy is doing bad, they should be doing bad. So when COVID-19 hit, the government had to move quickly so the whole system doesn't come crashing down, right? So you have the government giving loans to small businesses, large businesses. And you also have the central bank that is stepping in and buying the debt. Of a lot of these corporations right and all of this is to support the whole system i mean you even have the government sending checks to people directly i mean that's how much money was thrown into the system i know a lot of you took your stimulus check and invested in your robin hood account i know some of you you know who you are so <laughs> so that just tells you how much money that was in the system, right? And all of this ended up in stocks. At first, people were buying uh, growth stock, right? So all these technology companies were getting the money and it made sense, right? They're going to do better. That means more revenue for them. Now, the, there's so much money out there that eventually people start started buying um, value stock. And that's when the market rallied even more and that's why this last week was so crazy because we needed a correction, right? So all these value stocks that are going up even though they're doing horrible, they're, a lot of them could be on the brink of bankruptcy. A lot of them um, have laid off so many people Are probably gonna lay off some more people. Their stocks started coming back up even though financially they're doing bad. And that just explains to you the disconnect between the financial market and the real economy. It is so crazy out there that you have people buying the stocks of bankrupt companies. For example, Hertz and Chesapeake Energy, saw so their stock rally more than 400-500%. These are names that people recognize and they can't believe it's trading around a dollar. So they buy it. So if you listen to my podcast, please don't make this mistake. I beg you. You're going to lose your money because when a company is in bankruptcy, the stockholders are most likely going to get wiped out. So that means your stock is going to zero. The people that lend that money to the business are getting ready to take over the business. So if you listen to me and you follow me, please don't make this mistake. This is a good segue into the next topic, which is about investment strategy. And my approach has two parts. You have the long-term investment strategy and then the short-term investment strategy. For the long-term, before I even look at the price of a stock or the financial position of a company, I like to think about utilization. So I ask myself over the next couple of years, is this company's products and services going to be highly utilized, right? But also increasingly utilized because ultimately that's what's going to drive the performance of that business. Once I've done that analysis, then I look at the price of the stock and the financial um, um performance of the business, right? Before I buy the stock, I would wait for a pullback. A pullback is when the market goes down a little bit. So you have days like we had last week where the market goes down a couple percent. That's when I like to jump in because I get you get a lot of value for your money when you do that. So. For the long term, that's my strategy. And some of the stocks that I own for long term are Facebook and Goldman Sachs. I like these businesses. I feel like they're going to perform well over the next couple of years. Now, on the short term, I like to invest in ETFs, which stands for exchange-traded funds, right? Not just any ETFs. I like to invest in leveraged ETFs. And that's where the secret sauce is because these are special instruments to invest in equities so you hear a lot of people talking about investing in stocks and giving all type advice i'm going to tell you why leverage etfs are more lucrative on the short term or on swing trades and don't get intimidated by all these technical terms because these are very simple concept and i'm going to break it down first let's define etfs right Uh, An exchange traded fund is a basket of securities that trade just like stocks on the market, right? So just picture you take a basket, you throw in a stock of Facebook, a stock of um, Apple, a stock of Amazon, a stock of Microsoft, and you can call this a technology ETF. So the reason why people like this is because maybe you're not sure between these. Four or five companies who's going to do better but you can buy an etf that gives you the average performance of these different companies so by investing in etfs you're directly invested in all these five companies so when they go up your etf goes up right so this is the concept beyond beyond exchange traded funds it helps investors diversify right so if you put all your money in one company and that company does bad, well, you lost out on these other companies. But by investing in ETFs, you're able to cover yourself. Once you understand ETFs, then you have leveraged ETFs. And these are special instruments that double or triple the performance of a normal ETF, right? That is why they call leverage ETF, because they're using debt to triple the assets, double or triple the assets that are in the Exchange traded fund, right? And so the, when the market, I'll use three x le uh et leverage ETFs for example because that's what I like to 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 invest in. So for example, let's take an energy ETF, right? When the energy a normal energy ETF goes up by three percent, a three x leverage ETF will grow up by nine percent on that same day. So you see how you're pretty much tripling. Your return right, but on the flip side, if the market goes against you the the leverage e t f is also gonna go down by three percent by 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 three x so by nine percent so that is why you have to use stop right stop losses like I've mentioned before you buy the position, you put your stop, so if the market goes against you, it automatically sells it, but if it moves in your favor, you're making three times. Do no more return in the market, and that is why I like ETFs better than stocks for the short term or for swing trades. You cannot invest in these for years because you don't know what's going to happen. They're volatile, but in the short term, when you're taking advantage of moment of momentum, you can invest in leveraged ETFs and maximize your return, like literally on a daily basis. You all you need to know is okay. What is the direction of the market today? Which industries are doing better? And you buy a leverage ETF and it gives you two times or three times the performance of that day, of that week, right? And the exciting part about ETFs is that even when the market is going down, you can make money because you have negative leverage ETFs, right? So, on the days like we had last week, right, if you buy a negative leverage ETF, when the stock market goes down, that the value of that ETF goes up. So, you're making money when the market goes down. So, that's how investors make money when have, the market goes down. That's what is called shorting the market. So, you might not have access to all these technical tools and products to short the market, but by using leveraged etfs you can literally short the market too so if the market is going down or if one specific industry you feel like is going to go down that day that week you buy a leveraged etfs that is negative and you literally make money as the market goes down so you're not only making money when the market is going up but you have to understand that these are short-term positions right you're taking it today and selling it tomorrow or you're taking it today and selling it by by the end of the week. You just want to take advantage of the momentum. The market goes up 10% this week. You're making 30% that week on the 3x ETFs. So that's my secret sauce for making money on the short term using leverage ETFs. A lot of people are not going to talk about this because... It's it's uh it can it's it could be a little technical but when you break it down it's very simple. ETFs are baskets of securities that have stocks in them. Right? And then they use leverage to double or triple the performance of these stocks. So when the market is rallying, you can double or triple your return on a short term basis. You get in, you get out, you take your profit and then you wait once you're clear about the direction of the market that day or that week, you get in and you get out. the The leverage ETFs that I like to use are from a company called Direction. Right, I'm not endorsing them, but I'm just telling you what I use in my portfolio. Right. So for for the for the short term, I like to invest in their uh, leverage uh, ETFs that cover the sector of energy. Um, they have one that cover the retail. Transportation, which includes airlines, and also they have uh, leverage ETFs for technology, and then a leverage ETF for internet companies. Right, so I'm getting three x the return on a daily or weekly basis for some of these ETFs. Um, and for the for the long, I also use. I mean, especially the 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 technology ETF and the internet ETF, since these are safer sectors. I include them in my long-term strategy, but for the most part, these ETFs, I'm working with them on a short-term basis. Like I mentioned before, these are very simple concepts. Don't get intimidated by the technical terms. Um, you have some homework today. Just Google a lot of these things that I spoke about, and you'll see that it will all make sense, right? And you also understand why investing in leverage ETFs can be more profitable than investing in stocks in the short-term or on swing trades, right? Um, That's all I had for you. Uh, Everyone have a blessed week. Cheers.